0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: Welcome everyone to the Roman Show, another episode for the week of May 21st, 2018. We welcome the son of legendary pro wrestler, Brian Pillman. Flying Brian Pillman, or Brian Pillman Jr., on The Roman Show. This plus much more coming up next. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you
2: coming off this thing. Booster. Go. Retro. Go. Vital. Go. Fight. Guidance. Retro. Surgeon. Go. Go. We're going to GNC. We're going to tell you. Go. Control. Go. 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 F-A-O.
0: Network, government, government, go control, used, we are going to launch. The Roman, the Roman Show. Show. With your host, Rodolfo
2: Roman.
1: Hey everyone, your host here, Rodolfo Roman, alongside the dashing one, Mr. George Alonzo, who joins us through cooperating now after a little, uh incident you had. You alright there, man? Yeah,
0: I'm fine. You know, the doctor has forbidden me from drinking any of my alcohol, so please pardon my little spurs of anger, because I don't have my freaking margarita right now.
1: We're gonna have to put this, put this guy on pills, but, uh, when I get some of the house rules here out of the way,
0: can someone get me a virgin? A virgin margarita.
1: Okay, now, so, uh, Fight Club, guys, is, uh, Jimmy, you need to hit up Uh, In case you want to lose some weight, not in case you should be losing weight, getting in shape, especially now that summer's around the corner. And guess what? The Roman Show could get you in there one day for free. All you have to do is reach out to Henry Morales, 786-222-8051, 786-222-8051. They are located uh, near Doral, 8181 Northwest 12th Street in Doral, Florida. Check out Fight Club. They offer jiu-jitsu classes, MMA classes, and a whole long list of classes last fight club in the row one day guest pass mentioned that the roman show sent you titan fc returns with titan fc number 50 can you believe that george number 50 titan fc 50th uh, event for titan fc june 29th taking place at extreme action park in fort lauderdale tickets on sale khtix.com forward slash titan uh we just got word that uh, Jose Cáceres will be defending his uh, welterweight title uh, and well we're still finding out others who will be part of that card but Gustavo Aribelar will be a part of that fight card as well and many others this is the 50th event for Titan FC so you can ex- anticipate a monumental night so get your tickets right now at forward slash titan and if you are not in Florida or you're unable to make it you can catch it live on UFC Fight Pass F E W Fighting Evolution Wrestling returns with more action at the Coral Springs High School uh, with Summer Showdown number three. The former General Manager of SmackDown and WWE Hall of Famer Teddy Long uh, will be in the house, along as also Miss Vicki Guerrero. That what was I can remember? I, I don't think she's ever done like a, a meet and greet or anything at a comic book show here in South Florida, George.
0: I can't recall the last time we even saw Vicky Guerrero in Miami, Florida, period. I think the last time I saw Vicky Guerrero in Miami, me, I, again, this is just for talking from my shoes, but I think the last time we ever saw Vicky Guerrero here was when the WWE was here, when she was still employed by them. So this is a once in a lifetime opportunity to meet the wife of the late and great Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, if trust me, if you've never had a made a greet experience, it's a great first experience with a member of the Guerrero family.
1: And not only that, the fact that, of course, she is a legendary, the wife of legendary and late professional wrestler Eddie Guerrero. But you know, she played a big, long role in the WWE as general manager. So it's an opportunity for you to catch up with her and talk to her. This past um, couple of weeks, we had uh, James Ellsworth who came down here. And we got the chance to speak to him. Make sure you visit the romanshow.com or our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash 201 to see that interview with uh, James Ellsworth. All right, guys, you need to get yourself collar and elbow, collar and elbow t shirts. Absolutely amazing. Got a couple of myself. Use the Roman Show. That's the promo code. That's the Roman Show. All together, all in caps to get 10% off your purchase. That's the Roman Show. Visit collarandelbowbrand.com and and get yourself a brand new tee for the summer. All right, let's take things off here. Talk a little bit of pro wrestling in reality check.
2: And now it's time to give you a
1: reality check. George, there's been a nice topic that I came across here. And uh, Hulk Hogan. I do know Hulk Hogan, of course. Legendary wrestler, WWE, uh, and, and uh, a movie star as well, right? That's the name of a couple of things. But there's, a, there's another particular person that, for some reason, uh, he mentioned his name. And I'm talking about Sebastian Stallone. There's been talk, or there has been some sort of conversation here. Someone asked Hulk Hogan, hey, Hulk. If you were to get into a confrontation or an actual real fight with Sly Stallone, who would win, Hulk Hogan said, I will beat his ass in a real fight. Sylvester Stallone's wife said, I beg to differ. I think Sly will knock the hell out of Hulk Hogan. Who do you think will fight in a real fight between those two, these uh, these uh, young gentlemen?
0: Uh, I, personally, I hope it never happens, but uh, because I'm a big fan of both of them, but... But uh, literally Hogan cannot be affording afford to be asked questions like this either. The guy's already in in hot water as it as it is, you know so if I were Hogan, it's already too late. but if I were Hogan, I would have avoided said question, you know, continue going on with his his positive role model and all that stuff because now who knows what kind of like uh, thin water you're walking on When it comes to this topic But per- Personally I I, don't, I can't pick Of who could win because You know it dates back to Watching that same scene in Rocky Of how you know, tall Hogan was Comparing to, to Of course Sylvester Stallone Maybe it was the magic of movies Of you know the size difference I don't know I've never seen in Them in ch- next to each other Nor have I been in front of them to, to actually see the, the size difference. But uh, I can't pick a person. I'm sorry.
1: Well, uh, so Stallone 71. Hulk Hogan is 64. Um, of course, the age is uh, is, is uh, it's pretty relevant. A uh, big difference there. But I saw a picture actually today of Hulk Hogan flexing 300 pounds. Hey, he looks good. I'm not going to say it. But I'm, I'm going to have to go with Sylvester Stallone, man. I, I think that, uh, you know... He did train boxing a little bit, you know, especially for the movie of of Rocky. But I'm going to have my my money on Sylvester Stallone. Now, on on the different side, you say you don't want to see. I would love to see that. Why not? Get these two old, old, you know, movie stars, pro wrestler, duke it out. Why not?
0: Again, because Hogan is already in hot water when it comes to the situation of what he said before when it came to the. I I don't want to get into detail, but for those people that know. Should know, but I'm talking about the the situation of what he said in the past.
1: The racial slur.
0: Yes, the racial slur. Yes. So basically, you know, you don't want to freaking continue, you know, going over hot water. You don't know who's friends with Sylvester Stallone in backstage at the WWE. You don't know if they're too, they're close. You you don't know anything. Don't be crossing negative paths, you know, unless it's really. I don't know. That's something I would have have avoided.
1: Well, we'd like to hear from, uh, from you guys. Who wins in a real fight, Hulk Hogan or Sebastian Stallone? Send us an email info at theromanshow. dot That's info at Romanshow dot com. All right, moving forward. Hey, Drew McIntyre. He's teamed up right now with uh, Dolph Ziggler and Triple H and Vince. Like, man, uh, for once, they're big on this guy. They're they're big on someone that is not Roman Reigns. And I have to tell you. That for once I agree with Vince and Triple H because they, they got to I, I understand, George, they're trying to uh, set Drew, uh, uh, Dolph, and, and, and McIntyre together in hopes that Dolph could uh, put over McIntyre, but I think he's doing it all by himself, to be honest. Yeah, well, Drew,
0: to be honest, uh, with this whole random tag team of Drew and, and Dolph, it reminds me a lot of Shawn Michaels and Diesel. And the reason they did the Shawn Michaels and Diesel, maybe it was a plan, maybe it wasn't, but it was to put over Diesel as the next top guy in the WWE, as a top face because Shawn Michaels was a very hot commodity back in the WWF days. Now Dolph Ziggler, obviously, to all the fans, he's a very hot commodity to a lot of fans, and Drew McIntyre is that diesel now. So basically, I love the what they're doing with, uh, with, of course, with Drew McIntyre. I think this is the opportunity that Drew didn't have in his first run in the WWE because when he had his first run, he basically did the whole spiel of, oh, the one-man band or the three-man band thing. So, I feel like this is a whole different opportunity, great opportunity, and I see great things happening for, for Drew McIntyre with this new wave of
1: you know, character, per se. I totally agree with you. And now, the biggest news is, allegedly, it has not been 110% confirmed, but allegedly, or reports are saying that WWE has signed a contract with Fox to air SmackDown next year, late fall, Um. So it's, it's SmackDown returns to regular uh, network and that's Fox. Now this is this is huge considering that Fox also currently airs the UFC. Now we don't know what the future holds there. We we do know now that the UFC has signed up with ESPN to air some some of their content. But uh, as of the WWE and Fox, uh, again this is just this is new. We don't have full confirmation, but reports are saying that this is. Uh, this is what's gonna happen with Fox signing up with WWE the SmackDown and SmackDown will now leave the uh, USA Network to go to Fox and Raw will remain on uh, the USA Network but George, and I, and I was telling you off the air, I think that this is number one, this is a great move for the WWE, they're getting a lot of money, tons of money, it secures the spot on network television, it brings them back to network television, that means that there's no new eyes on the product and When you look at Fox, Fox has been that network that takes things a little bit to the edge. So I am sure, and and rumor has it, again, this is is all speculations, but they're going to bring SmackDown to Fridays again. That is the word. They're going to bring it back to Fridays. So they need to spice it up a bit. And it's SmackDown, right? The land of opportunities. So I see SmackDown potentially beating Monday Night Raw, in the, in the ratings, because Fox might tell us, if we're paying all that money, give us a little edge so we can get that rating.
0: I agree, uh, you know, because especially when you're throwing down so much money as $1 billion, you would like to at least have a small input. It's kind of like uh, investors, you know, when they put in so much money, sometimes the highest investor has a small opinion towards the product. But Fox now put in $1 billion towards the product, okay? So I'm expecting them to have at least a little say. Not a whole lot, but a little. But then you also have to think of it this way, Mr. Roman. The WWE right now is catering to the young audience, to the young kids. No matter what network they are, that is who they're catering to. So there's going to be a lot of like, hey, we got to meet in the middle. So what are they going to do uh, exactly? I don't know, uh, especially because with the money being put down and then wh- who the WWE is catering to. Yes, it's the Fox channel. A lot of people, uh, a lot of new eyes are going to be on the, the product, whether it be adults, kids, or both. But again, you have to look at it as a company standpoint and who they're trying to cater to. So that's where I'm saying like, they most likely will have to meet in the middle somewhere.
1: The five billion dollars, dollars over five years, just incredible stuff. It just shows you that uh, there's a lot of fans that want to to see professional wrestling, despite of all the, the the negative comments that put people put up on the internet. Listen, pro wrestling is not going anywhere, and in fact, it's building more stars and younger stars, like the gentleman that we're gonna welcome right now, on the Roman show, and that is the late legendary pro wrestler's son. Uh, Brian Pillman so that's Brian Pillman Jr uh, now known as Flying Brian on the Roman Show he tells us a little bit about himself how he got started into pro wrestling uh, and how he's taking or learning from his late father and how he's putting that into his own craft so coming up next Brian Pillman Jr Flying Brian on the Roman Show coming up make sure you tune in and and, um, make sure to follow us on their socials that's at The Roman Show on Twitter Roman Show Media Both on Facebook And on Twitter And Instagram Instagram
2: Welcome
1: back everyone To The Roman Show Uh Make sure to follow us on the socials at The Roman Show on Twitter, Roman Show Media, both on Facebook and on Instagram. Well, got to keep an eye on this young man here. You might know his name very, very well because of his legendary father. And I'm talking about Flying Brian Tillman Jr., who joins us right now on the program. Brian, thanks so much for taking your time and speaking to us. I know it's uh, it's been pretty hectic with WrestleMania weekend and everything, but now you got some time to relax.
2: Oh yeah, I mean I'm relaxing, you know, maybe a little too much, you know, just trying to take my time and uh, re- heal this injury. You know, I was walking around New Orleans with the brakes on, and but now that I got surgery, when I got home, they got me uh, I can't put weight on it at
1: all, so I got to run around in crutches. <laughs> so how I- was it going around there with the crutches? So many people out on WrestleMania weekend. I mean that's that that kind of it's kind of like a like a sting to the body.
2: Oh yeah, it was it was definitely a, a, a true test. But you know, I told you know I like, told myself I was, like I'm not missing my my first WrestleMania ever. You know, it was a huge long weekend, a lot of fun, a lot of fans. You know, see me out on the street and take pictures with me and stuff. And you know, it was really heartwarming to see all that. And and finally, when I got to sit down and watch WrestleMania and enjoy it, it was it was truly a, a moment I'll never forget.
1: Well, Brian, let's talk a little bit about yourself. And I know you'll be healing very very quickly, and we'll be seeing you in action. But uh, you started training not too far, what, about two years ago with, with the great uh, land Storm and Rip Rogers. Um, Tell yeah, me about how, how the it got started. I
2: uh, September of last year.
1: So how, how did it get started? What, well, say, you know what, I'm going to finally do this. I'm going to try to take this thing seriously, and let's see where it takes me. Tell so Yeah, so uh, when the, wh- Why... Uh, you decided. How was that decision had come about? You told yourself, this is it. You know, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna follow my father's footsteps. I'm gonna make it on my own. But when did that decision come about? And, and and were you in conversations with Lance or any other professional wrestlers? Did they hit you up? How did it all come about to get started in training and wrestling? I
2: really, I really just woke up one day and and said, you know, it's time to it's time to start. You know, I I, I kind of thought about it growing up, and I you know, thought, you know what, I better better go to college. I better get a job. I better do the right thing that everybody's telling me to do, and then I quickly realized that, you know, your whole life people are going to be telling you what to do. They're going to be telling you to do this, do that. It's always going to be to suit their needs. And I thought, why don't I do something that I want to do? Why don't I do something out of the box? And that's when I decided that it was time to put my body to the test. You know, I was I was starting to look in really good shape. I was working out, doing a lot of yoga, a lot of hot yoga. And I was like, I need to, I need to do this. So uh, once I started out, I just reached out to Lance the next day and was like, let's do this. And got on a phone with Steve Austin. He gave me some some advice about, you know, getting in the business and that and, and stuff like that. And, and it's just I'm blessed to have those connections and those people that are willing to help. But at the, at the end of the day, I got to do the work, and that's all there is to it.
1: I mean, how, how cool is that, that they, these guys just a phone call away. waiting had you've been in conversations with them prior to your decision, or you just managed to contact someone that got you connected to uh, Steve Austin or Lance?
2: Yeah, so some, see, so, you know, some wrestlers I, you know, I had kept contact with growing up, and some not so many. But but uh, Lance, I pretty much just reached out to him through through Twitter. You know, I, I didn't have his number or anything. I just kind of tweeted at him to see what see what he was what he thought about that. And it's funny because he didn't even know it was me. You know, he's he kind of skeptical. He's like, who's this kid? You know, so. Because um, you got all those internet trolls and that, so it, it's easy to see why he was a little skeptical. But I'm really, I was, I was really excited. You know, the, you know, my spirits were were flowing, and once I got talking to Lance, it just it took off from there. And he gave me some ideas for how I can get started and just the shape I need to be in to do this job.
1: You know, that that's that's cool, and it just shows how much of your, you know your father played a, a legend uh, a role in these people's lives and the relationship that they have. That you know they remembered you. You're his son, and. You know, we'll take care of you. You know me. I mean? That, that's pretty nice to hear.
2: Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's been a roller coaster since I started. Just all the ups and all the bookings and be going all over the United States. And then, um, you know, hurt and stuff. So it's just like it's a constant roller coaster. And that's how life is. I wouldn't have life any other way.
1: So what are some of the challenges that you have faced uh, going into training pro wrestling? Uh, that that like boy like I gotta do this or I gotta do that what are some of the challenges you faced Aside from how of the challenges
2: was uh, not having you know not having grown up watching wrestling all that much um, one of the biggest challenges was catching up with with that and, and watching all the film I can and and really just kind of uh, educating myself on the business, and how it how it's supposed to be and luckily I've had some of the greatest educators and mentors that there is so uh, it's just a matter of time before things start to really click and I can start to put on some some seriously good matches.
1: So speaking about watching films, uh, do you watch some of your dad's films, some of your dad's matches? But what are some of your favorites, and and what are some of the things that you take from that that you apply into your own craft?
2: You talking about specifically with my dad's matches?
1: Yeah, some of the matches that you watch, and some of the stuff that you pick up. Yeah, you know, he,
2: he just he was just one of the you know one of the best baby faces to ever to ever walk the face of the earth. You know he he had so much fire and so much energy, and and just everything down to the way he looked, to the way he carried himself, the way he walked through the curtain. You know, you knew you knew that there was a star out there, and you knew that he was going to put on a show for you. That, that's the thing that my dad truly had captured: is that was that star power and, and that ability to to make people in the stands want to be him, or want you know make the ladies want to be with him. And it was all because of his of his emotional, you know, his selling and stuff. And he always every match that he went out there was flying Brian was 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 like like he was just. Winning, trying to win a championship. You know what I mean. It wasn't just like, oh, this is just another match. Like he took every match, um, like it was a big, you know, like it was a big charge.
1: What are some of the movements, uh, maneuvers that he used that you apply into your own craft that are trying to take it for yourself and making it in your own?
2: Oh, uh, you know, I, you know, I, everybody talks about the air pillman, and you know, back in the day, that was that was innovative for a guy to springboard to the top and do a clothesline and stuff so I you know I did that in my first match but I try to mix it up I try to do different things with that you know maybe do a springboard sunset flip or a springboard uppercut you know do some different things and stuff it's it's hard to be innovative today where you know everything's been done everything's on the internet so everybody knows everything's been done and it's really hard to catch people off guard but That's where you got to go look back at time and look at, like, a lot of older stuff where people might have forgotten or there's not footage of it, you know, or, like, you got to, like, find stuff that's not as popular of footage so you can, like, bring out, like, what's old is now new, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm trying to find stuff that not necessarily my dad did, but stuff that people aren't doing anymore, you haven't seen in a while.
1: You know, we talk about uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I remember to this day, I remember the feud that he had with, with your dad, and it was one of the most, uh, you know, the ones that the feud that will have you in the edge of your seat because you didn't know what to expect, and I'm sure you've yeah. seen the feud, so, but what are your thoughts? Do you think a feud like that could could, could follow through in today's day and age? I don't think, obviously, WWE, but perhaps some other promotion that could really sell that because that was great TV, not just Rice, that was really great TV what they did together.
2: Oh yeah, are you talking
1: about the Hollywood Bronx? Yeah, no, no, I'm talking about the whole uh, episode when he went to the home and and then I just remember oh, the cut off. Yeah, yeah. That, was, I mean, Wait. that
2: was just that was just crazy, man. And, yeah, uh,
1: it's hard to, it's hard to
2: replicate uh, that today just because of it being all PG and and I feel like the world in general is just so like afraid of offending anyone. You know, everybody gets so offended so easily, and I, I'm of the I'm of the nature that you know you you, are, you get offended on your own, you know what I mean? Like, no one's out there trying to hurt anybody or offend anybody. Like, we're all just trying to put on good entertainment and good television and it's the people that, that uh, victimize themselves is, is what happens and they, they, they take things like that and they blow it up out of proportion. You know, he couldn't bring out a gun on TV today, you know what I'm saying? Like, that people would just shit their pants, you know what, yeah. what I'm saying? Like, people wouldn't have that. So, it's, it's just that's something that uh, was a Special for that time period. I think that's it'll remain special too because like something like that will never happen
1: again, you know. And it's a fortune because that's me. I, I always have that in my mind because it had me on the edge of my seat. I was like, oh man, like it really took it to the next level. It was great television and, and it was a, it almost seemed as real as it can get when it comes to pro wrestling. Um, and it was just quite amazing that feud that, that both of them had. So now, now we are. Here we are, 2018. So you're injured. Uh, when can we expect you back in the ring, uh, training, getting into action? And uh, are you taking bookings for any of the promoters listening here on the show?
2: Yeah, so I'm looking at a, looking at about six months so I can really fully get in the ring and and, and perform for you guys. So. Hopefully, in a few few more weeks, I'll be able to start walking again. But, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just going to be a while. It's going to be a lot of rehab, a lot of uh, strengthening, and just really getting back in there before I can start jumping around and rolling around and stuff. So I just got to take my time. If, if I rush it back, it'll re-injure, and I'll be in trouble. So I just want you guys to know that when I come back, you know, I'm going to be playing around, and I'm going to be taking every booking I can get. I'm going to be hustling and, and working my ass off to, to rebuild that hype that I had coming forward so just look forward to that and and, you know yeah if there's any promoters out there that are listening right now just know that I'm still taking bookings for appearances I got two this weekend and uh doing promos you know angles setting up different stuff you know i'm all i'm all about the production of the event and just because overall being uh being an extra talent for the meet and greets i know every you know every poster they put me on it's like people want to come out and see me so i can't complain and you know i've done different events for people and people still come up to my table and, and they they enjoy having me there so your event is definitely going to Benefit by having me there, and it, you can do that. You can book me for half my price too. So just reach out if you're
1: if you're interested. Yeah, and that's right. You can follow uh, Ryan on his Twitter account at Flying Brian Jr. That's on Twitter to hit him up and find out details on on booking him. Now, as for you, what are your aspirations? Well, do you have your mindset? Of course, everybody wants the WWE, but now things are changing. You know, people want to go to New Japan or Ring of Honor or any of these other indie companies. Well, what is what are you? What are some of your goals?
2: You know, it's funny. I mean, I get this question all the time. It's like, where do you, where do you see yourself, and, and where do you want to be, and, and that. And, and to me, it doesn't matter. You know, what the what the logo is and, and what the name of it is. I think you should just strive to be the best you can be. And, and you know, you look at the the landscape of the indie scene and and how guys are succeeding in a lot of different ways. You know, Ring of Honor being being the top of the line, New Japan being top of the line, but. At the end of the day, if you're making a great living, it doesn't matter you know what roof it is you're under, you know what I'm saying? So I just want to make a great living and uh, be the best I can be, baby.
1: And Brian Lasby, will we see your dad in the Hall of Fame? I, I think he deserves it. He did a major role in the world of pro wrestling, WWE.
2: Oh, yeah, and, and that's a question that that's also people wonder why. And, and clearly he does deserve it to be in the hall of fame so it's only a matter of time though i think it's just one of those timing things you know wwe likes to likes to promote a good storyline and that so we just gotta wait for the timing and i think the time will be right maybe sometime around when my career starts picking up maybe you start seeing me in the end and maybe i can induct him and that would be a wonderful time
1: that would be a beautiful moment absolutely and i'm sure that from above he'll be smiling Brian, thanks so very much oh, yeah. for your time, man. I appreciate your time, and again, he's available for bookings. Follow him on Twitter at Flying Brian Jr. And uh, anytime you want to come on the show, this is uh, this is your home, and we hope to see you sometime here in Florida, man. Yeah, appreciate
2: you,
0: buddy.
1: All right, thanks so much, Brian. Appreciate it.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the
1: world, welcome to. The showdown. Well, Georgia uh, the UFC just visited uh, Chile in a very successful. The first time that the UFC visits another country that is not in Brazil, is not Brazil in South America. This is huge news because that arena was packed, sold out. Won't be surprised if they will return. Another uh, place that they visited in uh, South uh, America, of course, Mexico and Puerto Rico. Uh, however. I am sure that because of the success of Chile, they will return in that area. Perhaps Peru is another, is another place that, uh, that has a very loyal fan base of mixed martial arts and Colombia. Colombia is coming up with uh, a lot of um, feedback, a lot of positivity when it comes to MMA. So this is great stuff because it, it allows the UFC to expand or mixed martial arts to expand. And now we just got word that they're headed to Moscow for the first time. Russia, the UFC, will be heading out there. No word yet. We do have one fight that has been um, promoted. And that's for B. Silver Doom versus Alexei Olenek. In fact, Alexei Olenek will be here on the Roman Show very, very soon. We'll be airing that video interview on our YouTube channel. That's YouTube 4 slash Roman 201 so the UFC, mixed martial arts in general going global. It's already global, but it's just heading out to those places where it should be to explain just a little bit more. Now, after the UFC uh, in Chile, Tyrone, uh, Kamara Usman, who is a commentator for Titan FC, actually called out Tyron Woodley asking for that title shot. These two have been going back and forth on Twitter. And, and you know, many people could, could try to... Uh, call out Usman for not performing to his highest potential, saying that he he kind of just wins these fights so they could go to the the, the third round or the fifth round, sorry. Uh, But he's not pushing the pace. He's not as entertaining. But listen, it is what it is. Uh, Woodley and Usman, in my opinion, I don't think it will be that wow factor of a fight. But that title needs to be defended. And Usman... For sure, is up there in the top five, top three, perhaps, and sooner or later, pass one more fight, and he should get an opportunity at Tyrone's uh, title. Why not put him up together? Well, George, Chuck Liddell went online uh, or went on the uh, on an interview uh, about last week, and stated that he wants to come back to MMA. This is a guy that uh, is reaching his age. He's he's. He, he ain't no young stud, I'll tell you that much. But he said that he's willing to come out of retirement and fight. In fact, he's 40 years, years old. But he's willing to fight for Golden Boy Promotions. Oscar De La Hoya, who is a big fan, the boxer is a big fan of MMA, wants to do his own MMA promotion. So, Tito Ortiz, who is also retired, wants to come out out of retirement to come and face Chuck Liddell. Of course, if you remember, the Iceman, Chuck Liddell, has two victories over Tito Ortiz, both of them knockouts. But Tito Ortiz, who is now 43, the younger of the two, says that that wasn't fair and he would like to have that trilogy, that last fight between these two men one more time. In fact, he even said that the ball is on Chuck Liddell's court. It's up to him if this fight happens or not. George I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that Tito Ortiz will win this fight. He just fought, I think it was last year. I want to say and he took on his uh, his last fight. Chuck Liddell has not fought in a very long time. Nobody, and it gets more interesting because Chuck Liddell says that not only does he want to f- compete in MMA, but he wants to get one or two fights and then fight John Jones.
0: Hmm.
1: All right. Uh, Come on, man! Seriously,
0: all I could say to this is one thing: please, no more chances to John Jones. That man wasted all his opportunities, and he kept on doing the bad thing. No more chances for John Jones. Chuck Liddell, pick another dream p- opponent.
1: Well, he was. Apparently, that Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell has been uh, circulating. And once again, Tito Ortiz retired last year when he defeated Chael Sonnen. So, no word yet. You know, this is just all talk. But they, they want this thing to happen. They want this fight to happen some way or another. And uh, potentially, I would have that even as a main event. would like to hear your thoughts. Would you like to see Chuck Nadal versus Tito Ortiz one more time? Shoot us an email, info at theromanshow.com. Uh, info at, the show at uh, what am I saying? Info at, at gmail.com. Shoot us an email. We would like to hear from you. And that pretty much wraps up this episode of The Roman Show. Make sure you follow us on the socials. Once again, at The Roman Show on Twitter, Roman Show Media on Instagram, and Facebook. Our Roman 201 on YouTube, theromanshow.com on our website. We're always back. catch up too. We got some more interviews dropping on the YouTube channel. Uh, Tooth Grinder, Tooth Grinder. Uh, they have uh, released some great music recently. They've been on tour. Uh, check them out. We got a great interview with the boys. Uh, from Port Rock, so check that out. Posting this week. All right, guys, we'll catch you next week right here on the Roman Show. You haven't on, you yeah, haven't heard.